And hello, everyone, and welcome welcome to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, and with me, my amazing co-host. Stephen Frederick Masick is here. Stephen, also known as Stephen Demedium. He's in the house, and um, well, hello, Stephen. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. <laughs> you are fantastic. Yes, I am. So, I'm excited because today we have a fantastic show. We have a um, friend and colleague, Donna Carlin. And by the way, Donna Stephen has been in this, has done the show five times. Wow. So she wins the award for the most frequent guest. What do you mean? Show. She should get it like a jacket, like SNL does. I know. I thought about that. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe she's going to start the, the, um, um, the five, the, the, yeah, the, the, the five the, time, the five time club. <laughs> Let's see who who else joins her, and maybe we'll do ten, and you know we'll go from there. And I know she's game because she's one that no matter what, she's always Elix. I am happy to come in your show, and uh, I am delighted to have her. So today's show is all about her new book, Inquiring Minds: How to Harness the Power of Reflective inquiry for growth and transformation and honestly that alone that it's packed with so much stuff that i i want to ask about like harnessing the power of reflective inquiry like i want to know what that means for her because it sounds like something that we all should be doing and mm -hmm. who wouldn't want to do that for growth and transformation right Right. So, it sounds like there's a, a whole world going on in just that title. I know. And it sounds like the whole world needs that title right now. Sure. So um, so I'm excited to talk to Donna. She'll be with us in our next segment. But before we bring Donna in, there's plenty of things that you and I need to talk about. So what's going on? <laughs> what is going on, Stephen? Well, with uh, me, I'm afraid or... to even I'm afraid to even ask you because I never know, you know, where you're going to go with this. What? So, <laughs> so, well, first, first and foremost, I'm, I'm as people know, I'm very shy. So, yeah, you know, you could pass me and that would be fine. This has been, you know, just a great beginning of the year. It just has with, you know. My cousin and, and my niece coming from Florida, Holly and Morgan, and getting to spend the new year with us has been just fantastic. And it just is, you know, you, you, you I don't know what it is. I, I, you know what? I do know what it is. I, I told you already, even though I haven't got into specifics with you, that I went in the, the back and behind our house is conservation lane, land, and it's a walking trail of like 25, 6, 29, whatever acres of land, a cranberry bog way in the back. I run there about four times a week, but today I decided well, to. It's like walk. a trail run. It's not. Right. It's not a regular run. It's actually a pretty hard trail run. Yeah, and I and I and I love doing it. But today I decided to to walk it because you know when you're running, I don't get to really observe as much obviously as I do when I'm walking because I get to look and stop and that's what I did you know throughout the entire walk this morning. But I was really getting into a very um, heavy, intense walking meditation. You know, a lot of people think that to meditate, you know, you have to be sitting with your legs crossed and, you know, your arms out and your palms up and humming and, you know, having some kind of 
candles lit or so. And, and I'm not bashing that. That's a great way to, to meditate. But it's not the only way to meditate. There's many ways to meditate. And as you know, I've said before, Elix, and I think you've even picked it up from me, is that yes. there's no wrong or right way to meditate. It, it's how you want to meditate. In any case. Yeah. So I Wh- was whatever, little... work, whatever works for you. And, and yeah. walking is a form of meditation for you, so that's what it is. Oh yeah, there's there's walking meditation, there's music meditation, there's so many so many different varieties. In any case, I was you know walking slowly, just just it just I was getting this oh, this, this sensation of a higher energy, like a higher frequency than I normally get, and it was like it had this overwhelming feeling of just how how precious life is and i know that people hear that all the time or you know you you've heard that phrase but coming from me because i talk to dead people daily i see dead people daily you know i know what it's like on the other side and it's amazing doesn't cut it and and sort of like that steven just for the record because if there's anyone listening for the first time and that's all they hear that you see dead people you know daily you need to tell people what you do so that they well, you just have... said Stephen the medium. Well, I know, but you know, give them a little more. Well, yes, I am a medium. It just means that I can see and talk and converse and hang out with dead people. So I got two groups of people: the real, the physical people, and the spiritual people. That's that's what I do. To make a long story short, because you know I have to do that with you. I just got this overwhelming feeling from a, a very high frequency just about life and just how precious it is. And what I was saying is that because I do have that 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 ability to, to be able to be in that the dead realm and, and how beautiful it is, sometimes, you know, I think, well, this is the learning. You know, we're here to learn and it, it, it's not as good as there. And I think I was definitely redirected to to really... You know, even me as a medium, to, to, to really get a different perspective, like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. The fact that you're living and breathing and you're moving and you're walking and you have things to be grateful for and you have gratitude, that's it. And it was, it was a really amazing experience in one of those experiences that, you know, you always feel like if you get if you get bad news, like if you get, say, a diagnosis of something and you're waiting to hear what the results are and in that time period, your perspective is different. You know, you're seeing everything. Just give me make this be positive And, you know, I, I will, you know, change my perspective. And and when it's positive and you get those good results, then everything is beautiful, but it doesn't last. Usually anyway, for a lot of people, this was something that out of nowhere just came and I had that feeling. And before I knew it, I hear these geese and I took a video of it that I showed you and it was the most spectacular. Mind-blowing actually, yes. View. It was like I wasn't in the real world because these geese, I'm going to post it on social media. These geese just flew and I thought they were, as usual, made the lines that they do flying by and squawking. And then all of a sudden they just turned and headed back towards me and landed because I was in front of the cranberry bog. They landed in the bog, like, like splash, 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 splash. It was, it was just, just amazing. Yeah. And when you first look at it, it just looks like geese who are just flying by in the usually V formation. Yeah. So what made it so incredible is that 
and you you kept taping the whole thing. It's they turned around yeah, in front of you, yeah. And all of a the sudden, they landed literally in front of you. I, I thought I was I was blown away. Yeah, they they Blo- literally went away. by the they went by the pond, and I thought that was going to be the end of the video, right? Until I can't see them anymore, and all of a sudden, this whole the whole group just turned, and I'm like. Am I in my head? I'm like, am I seeing things? Or are these geese turning, coming back to me? And sure enough, they did and landed. Well, well you, when you see the video, you, 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 you're going to be shocked. They land right in front of me. It just goes to show you, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And there's just this, it's, we're so connected. Every one of us is so connected to everything. It's just, there's just one of all of us, you know, so you can, I'm, I'm no different, different than those geese flying. I'm no different from a frog or a tree or none of us are. It, it was just, it was, it was an incredible, incredible walk in meditation. That's what's yeah, going on. But, but one of the things that you said to me though, is that you are, this experience, experiences are leading you to understand that you're growing. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely was a frequency, a level that I don't think I've felt before. And you know, the greatest thing about that is it it's voluntary. It's I I mean it's involuntary. It just it just comes. You know, usually you know usually you're meditating and you you're trying to get into a particular frequency and maybe getting or hearing messages, whatever whatever you know your objective is. This was completely just you know it was. Just me walking, and all of a sudden, this started. It was, it was quite the experience, and I, I can't wait to get into more specifics with you, Elix, and tell you, you know, more more specifics and details about it. But other than that, everything is wonderful. I started my classes this week, Monday and Wednesday, which I love teaching. Uh, and and what, what are the and, classes? So it's a it's a um, intermediate. They're, all my classes are called a very different mediumship course, and then I fill it in a very different mediumship introductory course, intermediate course, advanced course. So I'm doing the first part of the intermediate on Monday, and Wednesday is the advanced second part, and it's virtual. And I mean, I have participants from Canada. Um, the advanced class is really cool because there's, you know, I max it out at 10 and there's nine and it's only because the 10th one person just had a baby. So she was very upset. She couldn't uh, take this class. But these these students have been with me since the introductory class. It's pretty wild. And it can be done from anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere yeah. in the world. So you And, and you, you can also buy it. Local. Yes. You can yes. also buy it on, on my website. As I finish them, they come on as home studies but um you know and my book is doing amazing uh tell people what the book is the book it's, it, is, it's like you need me to prompt you for everything i do title I do. please i do the suicide gift and the just the feedback from this book it, it's been it's just been more than I could ever, ever expect or anticipate. And I mean, the fact that as soon as people started buying it, I was getting messages that just just by the dedication in the second or third page, um, people were already crying. And that dedication was towards you, to, to you rather. But the book has got just such great reviews, all five-star reviews on Amazon. And to, you know, to be in the top 100, I think 26 and then 16 on the ebook. That was really amazing. 
Yes. In in the book, I mean, if you are struck by the title, it's designed to to give you pause. It's about your experience uh, dealing with the trauma of your father committing suicide and later on discovering your gift as a medium and how yes, that trauma I mean, led to, you know, to sort of like um, hiding the gift, but then the discovery of the gift. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't use committing suicide term, but it is, yes, my dad taking his life when I was eight years old and the the journey and the, the, the really the, the pre-8 and the post-8 and how, you know, up till eight years old, the authentic Stephen was here. And after the suicide, uh, the sort of facade came in, this eight-year-old boy who was foreign to this body and just caused a lot of havoc and... You just have to read the book. I mean, I, I, I guarantee you, you'll laugh, you'll cry, and it was... And you'll learn a whole lot. And you'll learn, yeah, because each yeah. each chapter at the end has insights and sort of summarizes the chapter and talks about the um, connection to spirit, which which I love doing too. So it's been, it's been a fantastic experience with this book. It really has. Yes, it has. So, you know, it's interesting, Stephen, because I can't help but, as you're describing your experience today, doing your walking meditation and, you know, the experience with the geese, I'm looking at today's title, right? How to Harness the Power of Reflective Inquiry for Growth and Transformation. And I can help to think that, you know, a lot of what you did, it's harnessing that power in just in a different way. I can't wait to talk to Don about you know, you know what that meant for her and what her intention in, in writing this book is. But, but it's it's you know it feels so connected. Our conversation feels so connected to today's title. So, if you're listening and you are somebody who who wants to step into the space of harnessing your own power of reflective inquiry for your own growth and transformation, you got to stick. Um, stick around because when we come back, we're going to talk to Donna Carlin. She's a, a delightful friend that I've known for many years. She's also a colleague, uh, a colleague of mine. And uh, Donna is known as a pot starer, a thought shifter, priming, a partner in crime, and a reality checker. She is an international speaker, lecturer, author, and world-known leadership coach. And she really is somebody who is so committed to making a positive impact in people and organizations across the world. So I am beyond, beyond, beyond excited to have Donna be our guest today. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to start the conversation with Donna Carlin. We'll be right back. And hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, and with me, my amazing co-host, Stephen Medium is here. And today we are so excited to welcome back a friend, somebody who has started a brand new club. Is the what do we call it, Stephen? The five, yeah, the the, the, the five the, guest club. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna come club. up. Yeah, I'm gonna come up with a jacket um, for anyone who <laughs> who meets that metric. Uh, but Donna is. Is a friend. She's a colleague. We met years ago as fellows with Harvard's Institute of Coaching here in Boston. And um, she's a world-known leader with over 40 years of experience. And she is known as somebody who impacts the lives of people and organizations across 
the world. Now, Donna has penned the book, Inquiring Minds Want to Grow, Harnessing the Power of Reflective Inquiry for Growth and Transformation. And she's done that with wit, wisdom, and a dash of daring, which is really how I would define Donna. So, Donna, welcome back, my friend. It is so good to to hear you and Stephen, two of my favorite people. Happy New Year to you both. Donna, happy, happy, happy new year to you. So let's start with that. How was your 2023 and how has your 2024 began, Donna? 2023 was quite amazing, actually. This is where I decided that it was time for me to write another book and capture all of my experience over the last 40 years in a way <clears throat> that anybody that was reading the book could actually evolve without actually working with me. And um, just to bring some of my insights and stories and um, wisdom that, that was acquired over time. And that, to me, was a huge milestone because it was 10 years since I wrote my last book. And it wasn't... The, the last book was not a great experience, and it really stopped me from doing this. And this time around... I found incredible editors, people to support the process, and it was a joy. And in addition to that, I decided to take a lot of my uh, experience working within organizations and seeing what the pain points were for my clients and client organizations and writing shorter books for BookBoon, which is the largest ebook seller in the world, actually, for corporate organizational uh, content. And I wrote 14 books for them. So it was a prolific year. Wow. Congratulations, Donna. That sounds that sounds exciting, but also it sounds like you. It sounds like Donna, the Donna that I know, <laughs> go-getter, forced to be reckoned with. How about 2024? What, what are you envisioning for 2024? Um, I'm doing some really important client work with one of my client organizations right now, with a massive shift in uh, re- not only a reorganization, but moving people around uh, aligned with their talents, strengths, and traits, which is also a gift because it's literally um, putting pieces of a puzzle together in a way that they belong, and no you know, square pegs and round holes, that kind of stuff. I have a lot of uh, infused work with people. This is an international organization. We'll be bringing in people from many parts of the world, put our heads together, and really dive in to designing what's what's next. So that'll take me months, you know, to do everything that has to get done in order to put everything in place. And I'm really, really excited about that. So, you know, it, it's, it's giving back and sharing what I've learned over time. It's um, reconnecting with some people that I've, you know, lost touch with, especially with COVID and everything else. And it's completing the work with this organization um, in such a way that I know they're going to be in a really great pr- place to move forward. So I'm, I'm really excited about 2024. That's, that's awesome. And, and I, also, I feel that giving back, the best way to receive is by giving. So I love, I love your commitment to giving back. To, uh, to this organization and to, to others. I'm sure that's what you do all the time, not 
just to the organization, but to the clients and everyone that you serve. Now, Donna, your book, Inquiring Minds Want to Grow, Harnessing the Power of Reflective Inquiry for Growth and Transformation. And before we brought you in, Stephen and I were talking about this title packs a whole lot in it. So let's break it down because honestly, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, first of all, you know, who who wouldn't want to, you know, have an inquiring mind, right? Who wouldn't want right. to grow? Who wouldn't want to harness the power of reflective inquiry? Now, I'm also curious to hear you define what reflective inquiry means to you. And who wouldn't want to use that for growth and transformation, both, I'm assuming, personally and professionally? So honestly, I, I, I'm blown away by the title because the title alone has me already thinking. Uh, it's very thought-provoking, but it's so, it's so inclusive of so many things that are really necessary for uh, you know, for for any of us to live our best life. So, tell talk to me about about the book, about what it is, about what your intent is, and why you know what should our audience rush to get it asap. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. So that's right. let's start at <laughs> yeah, we'll start at the beginning. So what what I did with this book is is I chunked it into three sections. The first one is how to decode ourselves. Who am I really? And to really take an honest look at who we are. Everything from, you know, you know me, I, the, the listeners don't. Um, I always put a touch of irreverence in anything that I do. So even the, the chapter titles are really edgy, and the content is edgy. They're like everything from peeling the psychic onion to what really resonated with some of the previewers, uh, flossom, using that word flossom, um, it's flawed and awesome together. Celebrate our flaws because we're, you know, perfect is ridiculous. Who would want to be perfect? That's, you know, my philosophy. Um, identity theft. Like, why do we let people steal our identity and create a story for us? Let's take it back and write our own story. Um, what is the question I need to ask myself right now to stay in that reality check? So it really takes us through the multiple layers of self and to be truly honest in how we view ourselves. Then the second part is about mind to matter, applying the self-awareness to decision-making. So um, reflect to connect the power of self-awareness in relationships. Uh, listening mm-hmm. to understand, not judge. Uh, making others feel heard. Um, going beyond the safety net, taking risks, um, all of that, and ontology, uncovering your true desires, and then what? You know, it was really funny. One of, one of the previewers said, and quoted something in my book, that intentions without actions are like an amplifier without electricity, powerless. And And so, you know, that's... I take you through that. And then lastly, it's radical acceptance, embodying authenticity, mindfulness, and self-acceptance. The road less regretted. Will your future self thank you? Uh, Endgame, de- deconstructed, make it happen. Innovate or recycle. Like all, all of the things that 
we need to do in order to move forward. And so it really is a book that takes you through all parts of your psyche, your life, your work, everything helps you say, this is the story I want to own about myself. And it's filled with parables and stories and uh, personal insights and tips. So it's really designed for people to use. And, you know, funny um, to share this because I was just talking to my mother about the book. And uh, she's 95 years old. She just read it for the third time. My younger brother came over to visit her and and said, I didn't get on his book yet because it was being shipped. Could I borrow a year? She says, there's no way I'm giving this up. There's things that I need to go back and review again because I need to, to make sense of some parts of my life that I still haven't made sense of. And she's 95. Wow. Which, which is, it highlights that we don't stop living, no matter exactly. what. No matter what age. You exactly. Know, we are. Um, Donna, I have so many other questions. I want to start with, you know, the, the, you started with identity uh, theft, and I'm, I'm really curious to, to ask you more questions about that, but we do have to take a commercial break, so let's do that. Hang in there, Donna. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about uh, with Donna Carlin about her book, Inquiring, Mind, Inquiring Minds Wants to Grow, Harnessing the Power of Reflective Inquiry for Growth and Transformation. We'll be right back. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, and with me, my amazing co-host, Stephen Frederick. And today we are having an amazing conversation with an amazing guest, five-time guest, Donna Carlin, who is an extraordinary uh, executive coach, a psychologist, writer, speaker, somebody who is really committed to making an extraordinary difference in the lives of people and organizations that she works with. And Donna recently penned the book, Inquiring Minds, One to Grow, Harnessing the Power of Reflective Inquiry for Growth and Transformation. So welcome back, Donna. Thank you for being back once again. It's great. I love this. <laughs> we love you, Donna. And Donna, I, I again, you, 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 you share so much, but the, I want to start with two things that caught my attention. First of all, I love the term flossum. I love that you're thinking, you're, you're inviting people to embrace the floss rather than be, being critical because we, as, we have a tendency, right, as human beings to be critical of our flaws and focus on what we're not rather than focus on, you know, what we are, you know, great. So you, you, you have this term flossum. So why... Why flossum? Why do you feel we should embrace our flaws, Donna? Because it's a part of who we are. Why should we beat ourselves up for being who we are? I truly believe that we look at ourselves as flawed in ways that aren't really flawed. And because we beat ourselves up about that, we don't pay attention to the gifts that we give to the world. So it's a way, a step towards reclaiming who we really are. 
Somebody said to me after they read the book that imperfections don't make us less. They fuel our growth and resilience. Owning that choice and making it work is, is all of that. And, and it really is flawed yet awesome. That's why I put the two words together. I like doing portmanteau uh, kinds of titles because it helps you think in a way that's not the straightforward kind of approach. And that's really the whole book. I am I'm, I'm writing that one down because I'm I'm going to be reminding myself to every time I find myself being critical because we do that often we do that Donna is almost like a default mechanism like we're not we don't even know how critical we are until perhaps somebody else like you you know brings that to our attention but the fact is that just like you said flaws are part of who we are and we should love every part of who we are. I love that. Now, uh, you know what, Elix, before yeah, go you go ahead, on, Steve, Donna, yeah. that that statement, what what you just said, just you, you can feel it echoing through the world. It it, it just in it, that acknowledgement, or like, wait a minute, do do I do I feel like I'm I'm flawed, or I'm just thinking of even when you when you take a selfie or you take a picture and you take a look at it, oh my God, I look awful, I look fat, I look this, I look that. It's it's just in someone else with you looking at it saying you look beautiful. It's just it just it's such a potent statement or a conversation you just mentioned and talked about, Donna. I love it. Thanks, Stephen. Means a lot coming from you guys. It really does. You know, Donna. You, actually, I, I was I was about to share something about the, you know one of one person I'm coaching from the Sundance Institute and. I'm coaching uh, the young filmmakers from the fellowship program because of you, as a matter of fact. I just made that connection. But I, Donna, by the way, what a privilege because... Uh, I'm so I, glad. That's great. Oh, oh, my goodness. Stephen can tell you, for the last three years, I've been assigned to freaking extraordinary filmmakers, and the, the connection is so unbelievable. But But I'm telling you... One of them wrote uh, or, or did a film that actually won a Sundance um, Award the previous year. Then last year, for the second year, one of her films was nominated, and he didn't win an award. And she focused on the flaw, on how mm. her not winning the award was, you know, was everything that she wasn't right. All in. As I'm listening to you, she was missing the point of everything that she was. Mm-hmm. Or, already a Sundance, you know, award-winning filmmaker. You know what I'm saying, Donna? Oh, I do. And you're not going to win every single time. But the yes. fact that you're actually creating a work of art that that is a gift to the world is already winning in my book. Excuse the pun. So... So there you go. And like imperfections. Okay, let me tell you a quick story. When I was a kid and I studied piano before I went into percussion, uh, my teacher used to enroll me in all these um, competitions. And after the third competition, I said to him, I'm not doing this anymore. And he said, yes, you are. And I kept winning. It's not like I didn't win. 
my response to him was, you have three judges sitting there judging how I perform a piece of, of music that was composed way before they were even born. Who are they to tell me if it's right or wrong? This is my interpretation of that music, like within reason, obviously, because we're, we're competing. And I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. They don't have the right to tell me that my artistic interpretation is wrong. I was a rebel, even then, granted. Look at yeah. th this filmmaker. Who's mm -hmm. to say that's not a magnificent film just because it didn't win? And honestly, that, that can be applicable to anyone in anything that you're doing. So if you're listening and you find yourself being self-critical and focusing on your flaws, this conversation is for you and this book may be for you as well. You know, and Stephen, you and I, we, we have conversations around this subject all the time. Yes. You know, all the time. So this is, this is incredible. Donna, now let's talk about the next thing that you, you mentioned that caught my attention because you talked about identity theft. How right. do you define that? I'm, I'm serious because I'm, I thought, of course, we all know what that is, but we see it as somebody steals our identity, but that's not what you mean. Well, I mean, that is what you mean, but tell us, tell us more about what it is who you're speaking to and why it is that this is important. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read the title is Identity Theft, the Metaphorical Mugging. And I started off with a quote from David White, who's an amazing poet. And his quote is, the greatest tragedy is to live out someone else's life thinking it was your own. And, and I'm just going to read you a little bit and you'll understand where I'm going. Do you ever feel like a life threw a surprise costume party and forgot to send you an invite? It's like you're in this maze. Parents, friends, society, they all have opinions on who you should be. It's like carrying a rock around your neck, and let me tell you, that's not a cool accessory. And that's what it's all about. It's your identities being stolen as people tell us who we should be, what is right, what is wrong, and we let them do it. So the trick is finding the sweet spot between living your best life and not getting in the way of someone else doing the same. Somebody else wants to be a lawyer, be a lawyer. I don't have to be a lawyer because you're a lawyer. Be mindful of the people around us, the community around you. It's not about rewriting your own stories, but about being supporting characters in the lives of others at the same time. So don't let somebody steal your identity. Be you, be all of who you could be, and at the same time, without judgment, let others do the same. Especially if you have kids. And so many of us, I mean, as I'm listening to you, as I'm listening to you, you know, that um, metaphor that you share with us, uh, that, was, that was me growing up. You know, mm -hmm. it was me growing up. Listen, you know, I was, I was living somebody else's story of what I should be, and it wasn't until yeah. later on that I recognized that's not my story. That's their story of what I should be. I need to honor my own story, 
and that's a that's a that's an ongoing that's an ongoing process. It's not that easy, or is it? It's not. Uh, I go on to say, as you stand at the precipice of endless possibilities, remember, the story of your life is yours and yours alone to write. You're the author, the protagonist, and the critic all in one. And while society may offer you a script filled with the shoulds, ought tos, and have tos, it's important to ask yourself, whose lines am I reading and why? So I tell people, picture holding a pen in your hand like a magic pen that lets you draft your life's next big moves. Think about, think about swapping the old shoulds with choices that scream you. This pen could be your ticket out of life's cookie-cutter molds and into something way more you. And it takes you through the choices, no matter how small. When you open your eyes and you say, I'm writing this and I'm going to do this, that's one step closer to being your authentic self and writing your own script. And that's what, that's what I do. I, I ask people these reflective questions for them to consider And then say, imagine this. Now, here's the way to get to, to that. And I take them through this metaphorical path and journey so they could actually see if I do this and I make this one choice. It's like that movie, uh, movie um, what is it, Sliding Doors? You make this choice and this is how your life evolves and you make this choice and your life evolves in a totally different way. That's what this is all about, to understand self and to say, okay, these are the things that just don't sit right with me. And this is how I move past that and move into a life of fulfillment that is purely my own. Mm-hmm. Donna, way, how, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Steve, no, 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 you go ahead, I, I get excited with Donna. I can't help it. <laughs> Donna, okay. this is so... <laughs> It, I do it's too. <laughs> so, it's so brilliant because you, you, you. There's so many times you'll hear someone, you know, on the same conversation about, you know, don't, don't, just be who you are. Don't put a facade on for what you think other people think you are, and exactly what you're saying. But what you never hear is the second part of what you just talked about. How you combine it of being who you are, but also letting others be the same. Because when you When, when you that just sat with me thinking oh my god that makes so much sense because if you're not being who you are how can how can you let the others around you be the same and that it's a great sort of metric that oh my god I think it's working because I'm really open and good and supportive of others being and doing what they are I love this Donna thank you thank you I'm I'm so excited about this you have no idea. Like, this was an incredible journey for me because I was recalling the richness of all the work I've done for 40-something years. And it was, like, made me nervous. It excited me. It was really quite the ride. And it was a dream come true. And now it's not just a dream. It's something people could hold, read, and find, them, find a little bit of themselves in. And that's what I wanted. You know, that you read it and you say, this is exactly who I am or who I want to be, and what has stopped me for so many years. Yeah, that's that's absolutely, absolutely um, right. And Donna, the other thing that's absolutely right is that I have to take a commercial break uh, because <laughs> right. our producer is looking at us, giving me the evil eye. So let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back.
And hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get a Grip with Coach Elix. I'm your host, Coach Elix, with me, my amazing co-host. Stephen the Medium. Stephen the Medium is in the house. And we have an amazing guest, our friend Donna Carlin is here. Donna Carlin is a world-renowned leader, coach, author, and um, somebody that we're just excited to call our friend, privileged to call our friend. And today we're talking about Donna's book, Inquiring Minds Want to Grow, Harnessing the Power of Reflective Inquiry for Growth and Transformation. And during the last segment, we talked about what Donna calls identity theft. Um, letting go of, or I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill this one, Donna, but how <laughs> I understand it is... No, you won't. Not, not, allow, not giving others the power to take our identity from us. And, um, you know, Donna, somebody on the live stream wrote that, um, so I'm, I'm reading these from the live stream because I'm, I'm looking at the comments on the live stream. So they wrote that part of not allowing others to take our identity is to learn how to face the fear, but there's fear within fear. And that's part of the process. What would you say to them? Thank you for that comment. I mean, I remember I, I do shadow work and I deal with fears straight on. And I, I go there. I go where, um, in, in the book, I talk about our fears and our insecurities and how to really reflect in such a way that we, we can take risk. And there's, there's more, uh, when, I, when it comes to risk, it's more than making a risk, risky decision for, you know, changing jobs, that kind of thing. It's also more important and more profound risk in, in relationships risk in, in sharing uh, with somebody that we're close to our deepest, darkest side and our fears and our insecurities. And, and like one of the, um, one of my chapters is ripping off the Band-Aid. What does it look when you do that? It's scary as anything. And, and your, your listener is absolutely right. Being ourselves could be very scary because we've always worn that facade and that was a protective layer. Removing that protective layer takes a lot of guts. There's no question. So I talk about embracing imperfection and just making our lives happen in a way that small little increments. It's like that magic pen that I just spoke about. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, after you look at what you want to let go of and what you want to embrace, your true self, then it's really putting down one tiny, tiny thing that we could shift in our lives that is truly us, and we implement it. And it, because it's so tiny, somebody else in your life will, you know, take a double take and say, there's something different, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Yes. And then you do another tiny little change, and so on and so forth, until you are your authentic self. And it, it's not as difficult as you would think. Yes, it takes guts and it takes risk. The reward is extraordinary. I could tell you for years, I literally fought the shoulds and the ought tos in myself as well, because you always say, 
maybe they have a point. Maybe my life will be better if I take their advice. Will it really? And that's the whole point. It's it's reflective inquiry to really, truly explore who you are in a way that's safe and interesting. And if you know what to um, reply, I'd like to share one of my testers that I work with, who is just an absolute delight. I've been working with him on and off for years now. Um, he pretty much said that, you know, you it, it starts off being simple and unthreatening at first. And he said, Dawn is easy prose, casual tone, sprinkling of jokes, puts you at ease right away. But as you read one chapter after another, these innocuous seeming questions insert themselves into your daily self-narrative one by one. By chapter six, you'll be actively questioning where the motivation for long-held routines is coming from. By chapter 20, you'll have ditched as many of those routines as possible to make way for self-defined, want-driven projects. And by the time you're done, you'll find yourself stripped down and refinished to a new gloss like a thrift shop bureau, hiding mahogany under 20 layers of paint. Wow. And there you go. Yeah, Dom is like an extraordinary person. And that's exactly it. It's layer by layer. You're just gently, uh, you know, like when, when an old antique is being refinished, you have to do it gently. You can't just throw a ton of chemicals on it and not damage it. So it's just layer by layer. You're just peeling it off till what's left is your true shining self. My goodness. How, what a beautiful thing to listen to. Stephen, anything that you want to share with Donna before we come to the um, to the end of our our um, show today? Yeah, I'm going to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to share. Yeah. And, and that would be my it's invitation a, it, yeah, to everyone. It's, it's, yeah, it's incredible. It's just even... I mean, we we were we were just taken with, as Elix said at the beginning of the, the show, Donna, with the title. You look at that title, and you can't. Even if I start on a bookshelf, you can't just go buy it. You have to pick it up. You have to look at it. You have to want to see what it's about. So that's exactly, I'm sure that what both of us are going to do. Stephen and Elix, if you read the book. I would love to get on a call with you just to hear your thoughts because they would be invaluable. It's not if, and it's Steven. when. It's not if, it's when, because we, we are fully committed to doing that. And Stephen, congratulations on your book. You know, I know it's truly humbling to write a book, but it's really something to see it resonate with others, and it really sounds like that's the case with you. Congratulations. Oh, Donna, you know what? That's that's what a special person you are. On break, Elix said, you know, you can... You can also just talk about your book and how similar it is. And I said, you know, this is this is Donna's hour. So, and she's got so much to share with so many people. But I so appreciate you even actually saying that, Donna. Thank you. You're very welcome. Pleasure. And Donna, we've come to the top of the hour, uh, but that only that only means that you're coming back because you have to because that's <laughs> just the way it is. I'm telling you, you you started the club. <laughs> the five the five guest club and you're gonna keep on going and you're gonna create a whole new paradigm for other guests to follow. So I am so proud, so privileged to call you my friend, 
I'm, I cannot begin to tell you how thankful I am that we got to sit at the same table years ago at that uh, retreat um, for the, the Institute of Coaching that, that we're both fellows. I, I'm, I'm thankful every day. So thank you, Donna, for everything that you do. For those people listening, Donna, where can they get the book and how can they find you? The, the best place to get the book is Amazon. They could get it in print or Kindle. And I have a website, inquiringmindswanttogrow.com, so they could read more about the book there. And you know, it's an invitation. I don't know if it works this way, but if your listeners post any comments that you would like me to answer, let me know, and I'm happy to give you the answers to them. Well, we're going to have you back. That's what we're going to do. Okay. That's the way it works. It's my pleasure. You know that. Yes. Donna, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being with us. Um, Can't wait to have you again uh, very soon. And, Stephen, we've reached the top of the hour. I can't believe it. As always, when Donna's here, in a blink of an eye, you want more? And we have the time, you know, constraints. Uh, yeah, but you know, she's going to come back because yes, I'm telling she has you, to. we are going to go through this book and you and I are going to create a whole new show all about it. So I would love that. That, that would be so, so great. So great. So Stephen, where can people find you? They can find me at Stephen, the medium on my website and on all social media platforms. You can go to my website and book a reading Take a class, get a whisper in a note, or whatever you like to do, a past life reading, or have me come to you. All of those options. Look how many options there are. Fabulous. And you can reach me at Coach Elix anywhere on social media. If you're not connected with me, you should. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's show. I'm Donna Carlin. I hope that you walked away as inspired as we as we were, and um, invite you all to go get Donna's book. And uh, we won't be here next week, but we will be here the following week. So we'll see you then. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.